Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, November 18th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, there are thousands of open health care jobs in St. Louis, but employers are struggling to find qualified workers. St. Louis Community College says it is expanding programs in hopes of filling the gap. We have an aging population. We have an aging workforce. And the need for healthcare professionals is probably the highest that I've ever seen it. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff visits St. Louis Community College's new healthcare facility to see how programs are connecting students to the job market. That's in just a few minutes, but first, the news. Some St. Louis aldermen want a board examining government in St. Louis and St. Louis County to take on education. But St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on whether the Board of Freeholders can examine that issue and if it will pass muster with voters. One of the people that wants the board to take up education is St. Louis Alderwoman Shamim Hubbard, a 26th Ward Democrat who contends the issue goes hand-in-hand with economic opportunity. If I could have an input on this, I would love to see a bigger uh, light cast on education within this freeholder process. Back in 1926, the Board of Freeholders included having county schools consolidated under the City Board of Education. That plan, which had the city take over much of county government, failed. The Missouri Constitution has changed since 1926, and there's disagreement over whether the board even has authority to alter school districts in the city and county. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri farmers are facing low crop prices and market uncertainty due to trade wars. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports some of them are combating this by harvesting energy from the sun. The U.S. Department of Energy reports the number of farm acres dedicated to solar power grew five times over to more than a quarter million in 2018. In Missouri, a rural energy program called REAP has seen an increase in applications for grants to install solar panels. Nathan Tutt is the director of the program. For fiscal year 19, we received 100 applications in the REAP program. The prior two or three years, I'd say we had anywhere from 50 to 60 applications. Tut says most farmers are using solar panels for their homes and farms and not yet selling power to utilities. He also says the trend will likely continue as the cost to install solar panels has dropped by 50 percent in the last five years. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis University and the region's brewers are teaming up to examine the value of additional education for workers in the beer industry and possibly attracting more employees. They will hold a discussion tomorrow to also explore how to break into the job market. SLU Brewing Science and Operations Program Director Troika Brodsky says many are not aware of all the businesses related to beer. It's the brewers, it's the restaurant industry, it's the grocery store, it's the distribution, it's the local bottle shops, and it's all of the allied members of the community as well. There's so many different positions where you need more knowledge. Brodsky is also the executive director of the St. Louis Brewers Heritage Foundation. He will moderate that discussion on an educated beer industry tomorrow at the Venture Cafe's satellite location. That's at the Danforth Plant Science Center. It's part of Venture Cafe's Art of Alcohol event. 
As you start the week with The Gateway, rate and review the program wherever you get podcasts. It will allow a pleasant beginning to the week with the bosses here at St. Louis Public Radio. One of the biggest complaints from companies in St. Louis is that they can't find qualified workers. In the healthcare industry, there are thousands of open jobs, but a recent statewide push aims to blend higher education and workforce development in hopes of training people for the positions that need to be filled. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff recently visited St. Louis Community College's new healthcare facility to see how tailored programs are connecting students with the job market. Mr. Jones, you scared us there. How you feeling? As oxygen starts flowing through Mr. Jones's lungs, he blinks back at Harry Painter Jr. That's a good sign for the St. Louis Community College student. Painter is using the lifelike mannequin to learn how to perform CPR and set up oxygen devices. Everything around him looks exactly as it would in a hospital, and he's piping in real oxygen. This is a simulation room at St. Louis Community College's new healthcare facility on the Forest Park campus. It's designed to prepare first-year respiratory care students like Painter for clinicals which start in the spring. By the end of the two-year program, students will have put in a thousand hours of clinical work at hospitals in the area. The head of the respiratory care program, Lindsay Fox, says it's like a series of job interviews. Most of our students have jobs before they even graduate because the managers of those hospitals will see our students in action. Fox says that's good for hospitals too. Respiratory care is one of many healthcare professions that hospitals are struggling to fill. Last year, Fox says there were nearly 200 job openings in St. Louis. And in nursing, there were more than 2,000. That's why over the next five years, St. Louis Community College plans to expand its nursing program by 75 percent. Health Sciences Dean William Hubble says that's a direct effort to meet local workforce needs. This is a time where we have an aging population, we have an aging workforce, and the need for healthcare professionals is probably the highest that I've ever seen it. I've been in healthcare for 40 years. This kind of workforce development focus has long been a part of the community college model. But this year, Governor Mike Parson has made it his mission for all educational spaces to prioritize job training. He went so far as to merge the departments of higher education and workforce development. Zora Mulligan helps lead the education side of that new department in Jefferson City. She says it's a big change. Traditionally, the state has focused on pushing people through four-year degree programs. But that hasn't exactly worked out for everyone. What we heard around the state and what the data will tell you is we need a much broader set of options, both to meet individuals' needs, but also to meet our workforce needs. She says two data points in particular stick out. Median wages and education levels across Missouri lag far behind other states. Just getting a job isn't enough, she says. Developing skills to get better jobs is the key. At a recent workforce conference in St. Louis, Mulligan said part of the solution is bringing more education to job centers, like credential programs and apprenticeships. The reality is without some kind of post-secondary training, those people are likely to be repeat customers and not the kind of repeat customer you want. You really want to get people on a track to training that gets them into a better job, and then a little more training and a little better job. Mulligan says cost is often the biggest barrier. That's why she's also helping spearhead a financial aid program called Fast Track. It has $10 million in grant money budgeted for the year to cover the cost of schooling for adults over the age of 25. That money can go toward a certificate, industry credential, or a bachelor's degree for in-demand fields like teaching, trades, or STEM. 
Back at St. Louis Community College, Harry Painter Jr. is making sure Mr. Jones is doing okay, even asking the lifelike mannequin if he needs a glass of water. Painter says communication skills will be critical when he begins working with people. We want the patient to feel comfortable. We want the patient to feel like we actually care about what's going on with them. And we want to show that as well because just as people, that's how we should be. In just a few months, Painter will have the opportunity to start putting his education into practice at a real hospital. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Tomorrow, we will examine how the blending of higher education and workforce development is receiving pushback from those in the liberal arts. Our Maria Altman edited Corinne's report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, at Wayne Radio on Twitter. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at choosewood.com.